podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I'm Tyler, your host, and the Reese's Cup thumbprint cookie of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the white chocolate macadamia nut cookie of this podcast. And I'm Kevin, your trans host, and I am the American Samoa of this podcast, which is, uh, mm. well, the Girl Scout that's cookie a, is, just, that an ethnicity? is just Samoa, but it's referring <laughs> to American Samoa, the last bastion of freedom in the you know, Caribbean, or wherever the heck it is. That's in the Pacific Islands there, buddy. Yeah, well, it's the last bastion of freedom in the Pacific I Islands. Oh, no, is that cookie's got coconut Oh, uh, it's so good. That's kind of oh, cool. They're no. pretty great. They produce a lot of uh, great NFL players like Troy Palomalu. Is that right? Oh, Troy Palomalu. Oh, yeah. Troy Palomalu. And uh, Lofa Tatupu. Oh, of course. All of those yeah, people. Yeah, all of the Samoans. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, this is a podcast where once a week we answer questions sent in by you, the listener. Ans- uh, questions submitted on our Gmail, FormSpring, and Facebook accounts. And so, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into our first question. This comes to us from Kimmy Wenlin, a regular listener and contributor to the show, who would like to know Frodo Baggins versus Luke Skywalker. Go. Well, Luke's a fair deer taller. He's gonna be able to. Yeah, but that, he's, I mean, he's gonna reach that cookie jar on top of the refrigerator way, yeah. way easier than Frodo will. Yeah, but Luke's a worse actor. I think we could say. What? Really? I mean, he might not have those big blue eyes, but that's that's kind of. I mean, this... It's not like I like the Empire. I hate it, but it's so far away. Come on, man. I mean. <laughs> This isn't this isn't Hayden Christensen we're talking about here. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah, I mean, Luke could definitely do that that classic, you know, where he holds his holds his arm out and uh, you know puts it on Elijah Wood's uh, Frodo Baggins's forehead so that you know he's just he's punching and he can't hit anything because he's just so <laughs> small and it's hilarious. Those um, arms just going like windmills. That's right, exactly, like a regular Don Quixote over there. He could pull that Morpheus from the Matrix slide. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. <laughs> ah, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Um, well, as far as like actual fighting prowess, I, I think a big question is: Can Luke use the Force on Frodo if he's invisible? If he's done slip that ring on, if he's well, bear- borne that awful responsibility, can Luke still kind of? sense them little those little antibodies living in his body and kind of oh yeah all the metachlorians no there's no metachlorians yeah no he can sense for the purpose of this argument the prequels did not exist (laughs) i I will i will never give up metachlorians they they are the unifying principle behind my life uh so i don't i don't know i think he if if we're saying no midichlorians, then I think that'd be pretty hard to use the force on something you can't see. You just kind of no, have the to force force, force choke is in all area. living things. It surrounds us and binds us. I in mean, the it's form not of like midichlorians. It's not like when you put on the ring, Frodo is suddenly dead. No, but I mean, it's not like you can you can use the force cross country and like go choke somebody on the west coast. You got to know no. where they are. No, but if they're in the same although. Room, 
you can Luke see could probably just, you know, turn on a lightsaber and just spin around in circles for a whole long time. And, you know, <laughs> old Frodo won't even be able to get near him with that, that, that sting. That Although, blue. Both, well, both and also another point. Blue. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, except for the <laughs> so third obviously movie. that means they're they're equal. They're even. Right. Um, well, no, that uh, I was just gonna say to the size point. Um, I don't think that size would throw Luke off very much because he used to bullseye womp rats in his T sixteen back home, who are not much that, and they weren't much larger than a hobbit. Which right. is yeah. and the, that's, he was taught by Yoda, is the who taught him the, the valuable that. lesson that size matters not. So, right. Mm. Well, well, that that's. Oh, I guess Frodo hasn't learned that lesson. Mm-hmm. If he had, yeah. he would be unstoppable. He still thinks um, the size matters. He's, right. he's you know, well, he's, he's doubting world himself at every people. turn. Yeah, they're gonna get in a um, fight, and Luke's just gonna be like, "I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna hack you down." Whereas Frodo's going to have an emotional quandary over it for like thirty minutes, and then his gardener is going to have to talk him out of it. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Can can he can he tag Sam in? Can Sam get in on this fight? Because they don't go anywhere without each other. Not Sam even... on the side. Sam's on the sidelines, hiding behind the peonies, just kind of does... you know shouting out words of encouragement. Yeah, he's giving him moral support. I feel like you know Luke. Wouldn't really have that. He'd just have, you know, Ben Kenobi ghost whispering in, in there. And that's not helpful. You know, Which, by the way, is the is the plot of the ghost whisperer. <laughs> exactly. Stars Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, oh, well, that's another thing. If Even if Frodo puts the ring on, Obi-Wan Kenobi's going to be able to see him. He's like, run, Luke, run. He's over, he's over there. He's behind the chaise lounge. Turn off your targeting system. Trust your instincts. So can we, let's, yeah, he's got an edge up on that. Can we examine the emotional state, though, of both characters? I mean, Luke, we have right. the farm boy who, I mean, his, his beloved aunt and uncle were killed, but he's having a pretty good time, solid, positive outlook on life. You know, he's joined yeah, the rebellion. Well, he's got his sweet, awesome buddy, Han Solo, and his, his cool sister, um... Leia, so I mean, he's got he's got um, friends with him, and uh, lets him make out with her every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And on the flip side, we've got Frodo Baggins, the bearer of the ring, the wearer of the ring. He stands on the very brink of fate, staring into eyes of darkness and despair that rise and shrink with hate. Did you just read a passage out of Lord of the Rings? No, I'm reading did, the lyrics just... to the to the Rankin Bass uh, music version of the Return of the King. <laughs> Is that right? Song, song entitled the, the, the definitive of the version. Ring. You only you only um, hear that on the extended Blu-ray, right? <laughs> Peter Jackson actually recites it to you. Well, but I think that you know, Hobbiton is a much cooler place than Tatooine. Tatooine's kind of a dump. And yeah. Hobbiton's kind of like the best well, place and ever. And that's all the more uh, reason why Frodo is super depressed. Like, he's so far from home. And, you know, he's just a he's a moody guy. No, but he holds Hobbiton in his heart. Luke just holds, you know, angst and being an orphan in his heart. And confused I, I think emotions. You're confused. About, right. You're confusing Luke with Anakin. No, Luke's parents are both dead. 
and Anakin, except for ex- Anakin, except for the dad, dad, who's the entire driving well, plot of the uh, of the what's series. That? They're both dead. Wow, you just gave the whole thing away. Ah, oh, now sorry, anybody who hasn't seen Empire Strikes Back is gonna be so pissed. No, yeah, I also gave away the fact that Leia's his sister. Ah, oh, shoot. Oh no, we ruined Weird. all of Star Wars for everyone. Um, no, but no. Actually, George Lucas that. did that, Kevin. Think of what, think think of what that would do to you know to your fighting spirit. Is if your dad wants to kill you, um, that would kind of suck, and that would put me in a mood of just like, I mean, if we're if we're going on fighting, I think that would be very difficult to fight with that sort of you know dad issues going. on. I don't think Darth wanted to kill him. Vader wanted to convert him to the dark side. Oh, and that's so much better. Like, oh, my dad just wants to turn me evil and wants me to kill all my friends. Um, he's just that's trying even worse. To, he's just trying to get <laughs> closer really to his son in the only way he knows how, Kevin. To, to he point of reference. He didn't have a father, you know, figure in his life, Kevin. Unless you consider yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn to be that father figure. Again, it's Qui-Gon. Why? Qui-Gon Jinn. We've been through this. We've been through this so many times, and it just needs to happen. <laughs> Point of reference: What is Frodo's familial situation? Oh, like has gosh, he got anybody around? Does he have any any fathers wandering around in in black shrouds, wearing like buckets oh, on their heads? Oh shoot! Sauron was his father. Uh, no, oh no! Wait, wasn't Sauron? Sorry, spoil, spoil, spoiler alert, everybody! Spoiler alert! If you read the Cimmerillion, you would know that Sauron is Frodo's father. Oh man, that's yeah. even worse. To to have your dad just be a giant eye who's always checking out what you're doing is like, uh, Dad, I'm just going to hang out with my friends. Gosh. Yeah, I mean that totally me makes sense because when Bilbo put on the ring, he became Sauron's brother in a sense. So that's why Bilbo yeah, is Frodo's true. uncle. Is is his uncle? Yeah, because yeah. he made a and pact. Gollum with is like his his weird babysitter. Yeah. Oh man, what a what a landscape fraught what a with complicated relationships. I was thinking it sounds more like uh, NBC's next hit sitcom, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Frodo's on a collision course for wackiness. Jordan, I'll go ahead and start with you. Oh, you want my final vote? Yeah, dog. Uh, I'm gonna go with Luke, cause he's got that lightsaber, and it's like, how does, how does Frodo even fight a lightsaber? I'm not sure how Frodo can even get close enough to touch him. Plus, I think, I think the Force can uh, still sense it. through that ring, and plus, you know, you haven't talked about the emotional effects of Frodo putting on the ring, I mean, he is terrified, and as soon as he puts it on, it's not just Luke out to kill him, it's like, nine ring rates, or how, whatever the number is. So it's like putting on that ring. Annoying, annoying you know, balloons. He'll he'll turn into he'll turn invisible, but he like you know exp- exponentially increases his enemies by doing it. So definitely Luke. Come on, Kevin. I'm gonna go Luke as well because I just um as far as elderly uh you know wisdom figures, I think that Obi Wan Kenobi is much cooler than Gandalf. I'm just gonna say it. Obi Wan and Yoda. Yeah. You got a you got a tag team of awesome Jedi, and um, and and Gandalf. I don't know. I just I just don't think he can compete. He doesn't even really do that much magic. He does some light stuff where he blinds people and he kills a bow. He does a little but... industrial light and magic, I would say. <laughs> 
Uh, and but, uh, but you know what? Obi Wan Kenobi and uh, and Yoda survive Luke beyond the grave, and they all hang out. So I gotta go, Luke. And I am going to say Frodo because as as small and depressed as he may be, at, at least he never macked on his sister. And that's that's oh, just unfair. That's true. Also, kind of Elijah Wood was was never in in the movie Laserhawk, which is a fantastic <laughs> film. <laughs> hey, do you think Elijah Wood has a brother named Elisha Wood? I don't know. I think Elijah Wood actually goes by Elisha Wood because he doesn't know how to pronounce his own name. But <laughs> I'm very confused about this. So, Kimmy, thank you very much for your question. Next time, you have to to watch one of them classic, classic films. Just go ahead and bust out the original Star Wars movies. Yeah, you don't. It's uh, Lord of the Rings. That's going to take away too long anyway, and most of it's just like, going to be emotional quandaries from a from a little man child. So, thank you very much for your question. Up next, we have a question from Eric Taribio, who would like to know: tea versus coffee? Go. I think that coffee snobs are more annoying than tea snobs because coffee snobs just feel entitled. Like, you know, it's like they'll drink, oh, well, this isn't as good as the, the dry roast that I had from Kilimanjaro. And it's just oh, like, I uh, forgot. I left my French press at home. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I just... definitely, I will strongly disagree with that because really? infinitely more annoying are the people who are like, oh, is that. Is that Lipton? Yeah. Here, here. Let me let me bring out my my alchemy set, in which I have little cages and and a, a pewter bowl in which I will crush the leaves with my little stony thing. What's that called? Mortar and pestle. Mortar and pestle. Trammel, Doctor Trammel. I don't know. <laughs> And then they, they go into, like, an elaborate, elaborate means of, like, even just creating their tea. That's just obnoxious. Whereas with coffee, like, you just kind of, you, you boil it on up, you chug it on down, and then you've got all kinds of energy for the entire rest of the day. Plus, coffee, coffee is strong and masculine, whereas tea is kind of, you know, like... A gentleman's drink. Um, you, you know who you know who drank tea? Samurai, Tyler, and they're the manliest men of all. That's true. And ninjas. And the ninjas English also drank the tea. English aristocracy. Oh, why are they in so many scrolls with flowers on them? Huh? Explain that. Uh, because well, flower arranging was one of the highest well, forms of samurai art, right, Kevin? That's true. That's absolutely true. <laughs> um, so that's actually I don't know if you knew that, but that's actually true. What? They did a lot of flower arranging. No, I I knew it. That's um, why I was I was passing off they, to you. I figured you had more knowledge so. on the subject. Alright, here's the thing about coffee. Coffee, it's all made the same way. It's like you get the coffee bean, you roast it, and then you grind the coffee, and then you drink the coffee. Tea, there is like four different kinds of tea. There's white tea, which is, you know, you get the tea, it's like fresh off the tea leaf tree, and you are you hardly do much rolling or no roasting of it at all. Barely rolled, you know, it's it's like the virgin tea. Like, this is as close to the plant as you get. And you got green tea. It sounds you, like uh, you're talking about drugs right now, but go you on. You do a little more processing to get white tea into green tea, but it's still it's still pretty fresh. 
you got the oolong uh which is has the the more earthier tones and that 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 takes a little more a little more fermenting than than the green tea and you got the black tea which is you know you get that kind of roasted sort of coffee flavor in the black tea if you go all the way down so it's like there's a world of different magical flavors that you can get from the tea and it's all from one plant it's all one tea ninjas versus podcast a how tea is made podcast <laughs> yeah welcome to how tea works so uh, we all know that you were wondering how you make tea and we just told you so you could probably stop listening now if that's all you i don't know i would i would contest with that though because coffee in my opinion is way more versatile you can have like the morning breakfast coffee you can have so many different kinds of dessert coffees you got your you got your lattes you got your 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 entire cornucopia yeah, also, I, you can have, I like, think... iced coffee, which is another delicious, delicious option for those, you know, hot days. Yeah, but you can have like, iced tea, Like, iced tea, tea isn't an option. Exactly. Um, which, I, I don't even think, I don't think Tennessee Williams would have even written a play if, if iced tea didn't exist. So I think we owe the entire works of Tennessee Williams to iced tea and brandy. To the rapper but, iced tea? Yeah, exactly. I'd agree with uh, that. He ghost wrote a lot of those plays. <laughs> he did. Ha, uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Little little known fact, but was written by Ice T. Ice T's the one that's on a hot tin roof. But... Ice T's the one that's on Law and Order, right? Yeah, SVU. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They used to call me Blue Rose. That's the way you. That's the way you used to call me. That's Mike Tyson. I had. Huh. What's that? No, Ice T has a list. That was, no, that was Mike Tyson. No, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. <laughs> no, he does. Do you want to look it up? I will. I challenge that right now. He has a list. We'll we'll check that on the Facebook. We'll we'll Go. let our listeners decide it, whether he has he a does. lisp or not. But he absolutely does. Um, no, but people that how many people that need coffee are so annoying. Like, oh, I can't have a conversation with you until I've had my third cup of coffee. Yeah, you know, and, I get that with tea people. It's like tea you get like, those. All right, I'm gonna drink some tea. You get those grumpy people in the morning who are like, "Stay the heck out of my way! I haven't had my cup of coffee yet." You know? Oh yeah, I hate those people. If you would yeah, never, coffee does create a sense of entitlement. If you would it never does. have drank coffee in your entire life and were, you know, a regular normal stand-up person and maybe had tea, I bet you wouldn't be that grumpy potamus to everyone you encounter. You know. Every See, and that's day. the thing. Coffee makes people feel like like it's okay for them to be a jerk. It's like. Oh, I haven't had my coffee yet, so it's okay that I was a total jerk to you and that I backed into your car and didn't pay for it. So, is there a dessert like, tea? Sure. Is there a dessert yeah. tea? Definitely, yeah, absolutely. What? There's you like like tea peppermint cookies, tea, super good. Peppermint tea is gross, and tea I've never is had so awesome great. that it has its own like half meal in between lunch and dinner, afternoon tea. There's no Not coffee America. meal. Yeah. There are or coffee there breaks. Coffees are a reason to, to, you know, to take a break in your busy, busy work day. Uh, that's only because yeah, but so the government cigarettes. is so anti-smoking that they were like, we can't call them smoking breaks anymore. Let's call them coffee breaks. Uh, I don't know if I'd buy that. It's just love of the love of the bean. Love of the bean. Mean bean machine with Dr. Robotnik. The first ever coffee video game. Is that right? How many video games does T have? Uh, T Maker 3000. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure Mr. T was in a game at some point. Yeah, let's let's look at that perspective. Mr. T versus Mr. Coffee. Okay, Mr. Coffee. Oh, I'm a coffee maker. Who cares? Mr. T, I pity the foo, you know? Yeah. yeah but it's not T. That's this, that's... I that's believe it conjecture. is. I believe it is. <laughs> and if you believe it, it must be true. All right, we've got to we've got to make a decision on this one. I'm a, I'm afraid to I think ask I know how it's going to go. Yeah. I'm sipping on that sweet sweet tea right now. Kevin. Tea it up. Although I before I give my opinion, I want to throw it out there that sweet tea encourages gluttony because McDonald's only gives it to you in a like 30 liter glass. But hold on, I hold on. The reason ahead. why they do that is because they fill it with ice, and then you get what you get is you can you can take that around with you the whole afternoon, and as the ice melts, it turns from sweet tea into regular tea. It's awesome. I I still would much rather have that that punch that that nice that nice refreshing. Oh, we aren't talking about Hawaiian punch, coffee. man. That that nice refreshing I, punch of an eight dollar cup of coffee. Ah, uh, only if you're dumb, real stupid. And I would gladly drink coffee out of a Capri Sun pouch. Capri Sun, uh, you're welcome. Get get in contact with us. We'll 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 sell you that. But Eric, I suppose next time you you need some of that sweet sweet caffeine, then go ahead and take take a tea time. I mean, you know, even even if people mock you for for sitting at your your little little ornate table with your pinky poking out it's you know at least you'll be getting the job done. to borrow from a woot shirt which i actually own tea it's the gentleman's coffee so whatever up next we have a question from ben nemeth who would like to know old people versus little kids in regards to caring for slash being around go uh well Tyler, brainer for me. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler has a oft-repeated view on babies. Uh, Tyler, hate, would you well, like to re-express that viewpoint? I, you see, that's that's the thing. I don't, I don't know how little these kids are. Because I mean, kids are generally like you don't see babies and like look at look at those kids. You look, at, you say, look at those babies. So you're thinking top. I, I, I will go ahead and say that if it's babies. They're just so dumb. They're the dumbest. They they they're little boys and girls who ain't grown no brains yet, and they're just gonna do whatever you tell them, and not just laugh and fart and cry and poop everywhere. That's the worst. I'd never want to be around that. Well, what's your opinion on toddlers then, Tyler? I well, there, there's something to be said for the the unbound creativity of the child, but I I don't. It's it's. It's a fine, fine line, because even so, like, there's that one window of hilarity and creativity in a child's life before he, you know, becomes exponentially more annoying in accordance with his acne. Well, I don't know. See, I, my problem with toddlers is that's the, that's the age when they're all, like, constantly asking questions all the time. It's like, you know, why does this work that way? It's like, why? And can I play the video games? And can you buy me the uh, candy that's, bar? And that's a moot blah, point. Blah, blah, blah. Because like the elderly so... will do the exact same thing. Uh, I don't know about can, that. Why won't this work? Can I do this thing? I just gotta... No, playing? hold on. You just gotta sit Nana down in her rocker. Get her some tea. Because she's probably a tea drinker. 
you know, give her her Cry book, a you know, put up a snuggle, give her a snuggie, and say, Grandma, can I get you anything? <laughs> give her a snuggle. Say, Grandma, can I get you anything else? And she'll she'll be all, Nah, dear, Nah, it's all right. Yes, old people, you know, do complain about things a lot, and I think that haven't they earned at, at it? Least, no, that's they true. Haven't. Kids haven't earned anything yet. Grandpa fought in the war. He probably fought in several wars. That's he true. may even He's be a prisoner in every war. war. When was the last time a well a little kid fought in a war and did something good for you, huh? I mean, if they have a sense of entitlement, it's probably because they are entitled. So, but I would I would also say that little kid antics are surpassed by cantankerous old people. <laughs> I love I love a good cantankerous old man, um, you know, who's always talking about, uh, he always he's always got a story and it never goes anywhere and it has to do with onions. And uh, when I was your age, I had to walk to school uphill both ways through the snow, past the broken glass factory, with a potato in my pocket that we ate for lunch. And when I got home, my dad would kill us and dance on our graves. And we were grateful. No, just half kill us with the belt. <laughs> um, yes, cutting a switch from out back. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would rather hear about old people stuff than kids stuff. You know, like, oh, good, there's a new Pokemon out, and this time they're on the moon, and they're a moon Pokemon. And it's like, I just, I don't have time for that. Or like, oh, like, children's entertainment is terrible. It's like... It doesn't make any sense. It's all it's, it's the plot doesn't doesn't ever go anywhere, and it's just it's awful. Whereas like old people stuff, like I, I'll listen to some big band. Why not? You know, me and grandma, we're gonna dance around to some some Glenn Miller. It's gonna be great. Grandma wants to do some jigsaw puzzles. I'm game for jigsaw puzzles. Let's do it. Yeah. Or but, you might have a hip grandma like mine who owns and regularly plays a Nintendo DS, listens to Pandora Radio. And reads go. Twitter. So and and knits people uh, booties slippers that are oh, so comfortable. They are awesome. We are Tyler has gifted both Kevin and I some hand knit booties. It booties is not the correct word. Booties? Tyler, do you dispute Bo- the word booties? Uh I would call them slippers. Yes, they're slippers. But, booties are for know. children. Um uh, and a fan also of booties. Them cuties with the booties, honeys with the bunnies. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, adult incontinence is much worse than child incontinence. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I think they can swap out their own depends. I don't see little toddler over there cleaning out his own diaper. Yeah, there's yeah. a much higher probability that that Pappy can take care of himself. Or might even remain self-sufficient until, like, the end of time. Outlive everyone with those cyborg parts that he's going to be getting within the next 10 years. <laughs> and old people usually have cool stuff like a Luger pistol or like an old phonograph. What do little kids have, you know? Nothing. Nothing that I want. Just yeah. the new G.I. Joes. They don't, even, they don't even have shame. Yeah, there's no shame. Um, and they don't laugh at my... Kids don't get my humor. Also... Old, yeah, old mean... people get my humor a little better. I just... <laughs> it's just... It's it's insufferable. I'm just remembering children. that little cousin I had, who's all grown up now, but when he was my little cousin and at the age of like five or six, 
thought it was so humorous to walk up to me and punch me in the nuts. And I... <laughs> that actually happened, and I was just like, what is wrong with you? Why would you do that? I don't think any old person is just going to come up and punch me in the nuts. But I See, think but, kids, but even though, even if they did, that would be hilarious. That yeah, would be, would just that'd be infinitely kid, more funny if the old man did it. Medication. Yeah. We gotta take care of that. That's a serious situation. Whereas like, if a kid yeah. does it, it's like, What's wrong with you? No, but that's the thing. If a kid does it, they're still like, oh, that's hilarious. That's great. Because little blusters explore. No, it's not. But if an old person does it, it is hilarious. It's an intentional act of malice. Oh, yeah. And it's so much funnier. I mean, kids may say the darndest things, but old people say the most wise and profound things. And some of the darndest things. Or the the most senile things. But I mean. You got it. You gotta love, you gotta love old grandma who's just a little bit racist and you know lets it out sometimes. <laughs> old grandma who refuses to remember your own name and continues to call you by your older brother's name or your dog's name. That's that's always fun. <laughs> I just, I mean, I think it's it's hands down, uh, hands down, old people. I gotta. I'll go ahead and lock in with the same. I have nothing but respect for. For the earlier generations. Definitely. And I will also lock in with old people because, you know, we we hipster generation, we're trying to look cool with the the retro. If you just got old people near, you can borrow from their wardrobe. They're cool. They're not wearing their Plus, they're not wearing that tweed jacket anymore. It's all yours. Yeah, and they, they did it first. They, they were the original old tro, you know? Like that was They were the original old people. We're the new old people. Exactly. And hats. Neo you know how to old wear a people. good hat yeah. back then. Guys, old people look great in hats. Yeah, kids don't look good in and hats. It's all baseball everyone, caps. Everyone under the age of thirty who wears a fedora is probably a jerk. Yeah, that's true. It's something so, you can't really bring back. So Ben, you know, don't bother procreating. It's not worth it. Just it keep really on. Isn't. Just keep on getting old. Just Man. let let time embrace you in in its cold, icy fingers. And just just ride that wave. Just ride honor wave. thy father and mother and any other old people around there. Yeah, you're going to love it when you're old. It's going to be the best. You're going to love the way you look. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Well, not the way you look, but, you know. <laughs> you're going to love tripled. my nuts. I think some context is due to that. <laughs> A little uh, bit of the slap chop. A little bit of old slap chop. Gotta love that. Oh, Vince Hopper. <laughs> He's out of prison. <laughs> Thank goodness. Good for him. Thank goodness. I'm glad he was advertising walking. some thing that sticks to walls or he's walking like the streets and making infomercials again hey come on just this every one. corner every opens, corner he gets to he makes an infomercial for whoever's around him this thing opens like a butterfly easy to clean linguini martini bikini fettuccine i would love there to be a dating service where vince just plugs you that would <laughs> be vince, my ideal online the dating, experience. dating service you're gonna love Tyler Crumrine. He's got all these qualities such as humility, a mustache, a loving disposition. Five hundred dollars. Speaking of money, our next question and segue comes to us from Eric Anderson, who would not only is he's been he's been hitting him out of the park recently. Thank you so much, Eric. But he wants to know, plastic, 
versus cash money. Which is better? Goo. So you got your credit card and your debit card versus your cash money bling bling. Them them twenties and them fifties. I think I think a dollar is much more interesting than a credit card or, or paper money. I mean, because you got so many things you can look at. The portrait of the president or Benjamin Franklin, as the case may be. Um, you know, that weird all-seeing eye that you can try to, you know, read into and make national treasure movies oh, yeah. about. T.J. Eckelberg. Yeah, exactly. You got, um, you know, all them Latin phrases you can look up. Um, if you fold you can... that $1 bill right, George Washington's head looks like a mushroom. Yeah. And there's uh, there's serial numbers and the place where the bill was minted. I mean, if you lost, you know, if your phone ran out of batteries, you could have a good time with a with a dollar bill. Some jerk but, uh, stamped with a rubber stamp on that dollar bill. Where's my George? Um, where's my George? It's even worse when you get a five that says "Where's my George?" And I'm like, this is Lincoln. This is not this is a great oh, man. This doesn't apply at all. Oh, man. Um, oh, and the current or and the treasurer at the time that the bill was minted. I mean, you know, there's there's all kinds you can stuff you can look yeah, at. Yeah, but then you have to learn how to read cursive. <laughs> Which I think is a skill that's that you know people have lost. I think we need to get that back. The first step: look at a dollar bill. Um, whereas a, a credit card, it's just all, I, you know. I I just think it's less interesting, is all. Let me muddy these waters a bit and say that as a resident germaphobe, uh, dollars, you don't know where that's been. It it could have been anywhere. Somebody could have been, been in an emergency yeah, situation but... and used that dollar bill as toilet paper. Or, or a tissue, any any number of things. Whereas with a credit card, you know where it's been. It's, it's been, been in your, your pocket. Wallet. It's been in your possession. You you are aware of that bad boy. And you aren't like constantly circulating it. You've just got one that's reusable. You're saving the environment by not wasting all that paper. And you're saving yourself time because you've just got this one reliable thing. You're not always, you know, digging around for exact change and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's the biggest benefit of plastic, because you use cash, you're going to get change back. And then you got all those coins jingly jangling around in your pockets, and you sound like, I don't know, some old man with, you know, I don't know. It's just... Which we already agreed was the best, though. Yeah. And as I mean, Kevin mentioned way, way back, Deep Cut Episode 2, you know, all, all that's going to happen with those coins is middle schoolers are going to hook them at cars. Yeah, and then you're that's gonna swerve true. off the road, and that's no good for anyone. Yeah, um, although that a point that you could make for change is that um, you always know how to settle any sort of issue that's like or any decision that you have. Boom! I got an instant fifty-fifty shot. Yes or no? Mm, it is harder um, to flip yeah, a but debit card. There's an app. For yeah, that a... <laughs> on your cell phone, which you're carrying with you, so it's like which you can I afford. You because can't, you can't assume that with all of your credit. I've got um, a coin you... app. To flip. Usability wise, um, I'm I'm just gonna go two two quick personal facts. Um, usability wise, in New York, it's a cash city, baby. Um, there are most many places will only accept cash, and they will mm. laugh at you when you pull out a card, and then you just look like an idiot. Can you write checks? No, I mean, that's besides of course not. No, no, no. Can you no, can you do a money it's order? A cash city. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to send away, you're like sending away for it. You're getting it back three weeks later. Oh, good, I finally got that sandwich that I wanted two weeks ago. Oh wait, I'm I'm dead from hunger. Shoot. Well, oh well. Hey, that's um, how the game works. You're yeah, playing the right. hunger game. That's right. Outlive, outlast. Um, uh, point number two. I have applied for the Chase Freedom Card 
five times and got rejected five See, times. See, I was just about to bring this up. Credit cards, huge point for credit cards, exclusive, exclusive club. Like, you've got to have good credit. You've got to have Kevin, good credit. It's, I do have good credit. If you live in New York City, they just assume that you are a bad spender. And I would well, also I'm like to point out... You gotta out register that Ohio address. That, that Chase Freedom credit card that Kevin is trying so hard to get, I got like two years ago, first try. They were trying to get me to switch to Chase Freedom. And they I'm were like so begging me. And I'm just like, alright, Chase. Just because you're an engineer with GE. Yeah. You got ins, you got ins with Liz Lemon. I do. And she's got a Chase Freedom card for sure. Well, Jimmy Fallon has a Capital One card, so... Yeah, but Capital I'm not One sure sucks. exactly which company it was, but whenever I think about cash, I just think of, you know, that commercial where everybody's doing that elaborately choreographed dance in the soda shop, and they're all, you know, swiping and going, swiping and going, and there's the one guy who stops, you know, like, to pull out the money or write a check, and everybody glares at him. That's you mortifying. Be, you're that you guy, Kevin. That guy. You are that guy. You don't want to be that, you don't want to be that lady at the supermarket who keeps you waiting for 15 extra minutes because she's got to, you know, pick out all the them pennies. That's not and even an option with a car. I don't want the awful responsibility of having to keep track how much wa- money is in my wallet. So it's like, if if I you know, just have my plastic in there, it's like, I don't have to worry about oh shoot, I'm you know, I've only got 10 bucks in my wallet so I can't spend, you know, I can't buy that steak at Steakhouse because I won't be well, able to afford the tip. That's the thing, and again, this is this is just more informative than funny. But um, in New York, it, <laughs> Ninjas versus Podcast, more informative than funny. Than funny. That's <laughs> our new so, tagline. <laughs> I can't wait till we get a review that says that. Um, well, no, in, in New York, there there are banks literally on every corner, so it's not like so. You're just like, oh shoot, I need some money. Oh well, hey walk, Kevin, what 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 piece of what tool are you using to access that money? Uh, a debit card. Boom! Plastic, Boom! Baby. Game over. No, but game no, over. But, game over. You said you said the end goal. Plastic like you said is the, coming. You said the end result w- was would have to be because because otherwise you would never be able to get cash. Ah, uh, you could walk up to your bank and say, "I would like to withdraw from my account this amount of money." Yeah, but that's not the thing because you were saying credit cards. You don't need to have. Oh uh, no, 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 no! It was plastic versus cash. And debit. I mean, I'd be comfortable with throwing gift cards in there, but yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get into the whole, you know, semantics of of credit cards. But when you say plastic, you don't just mean anything that's a card. Oh, I do, including my library uh, card and Eric. I do know that Eric specifically specified credit or debit cards. Thank you. So you could have an ATM card and just get a whole bunch of cash out, and you'd be there- fine. There are really only two drawbacks that I see to the plastic, which is... Parking meters. That's my one, that's my chief drawback. Unless you're in one of those new high-fangled cities like Buffalo that you can... Uh, high-fangled, like... definitely an expression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, I don't think, think high-fangled... I don't think Buffalo is in any sense high-fangled. They are. All their parking... Aggressive. You can use your credit card to get a parking slip, and you put it in your car, and you're set. It's awesome. Yeah, but... But nobody goes to Buffalo for anything. Uh, Tyler and I were just there for a concert. Yeah, I went to a concert. Two nights. Boom, baby. Yeah, you but anyway, you like I was saying before Jordan butchered the English language, um, <laughs> like I was saying, 
I don't need There's your high fangled English language. <laughs> <laughs> One of them high fangled English majors. Um, <laughs> there is more. Is that, is that the dad from Twilight, by the way? Yes. <laughs> Bells. Bells, I don't need your English language on his. I don't, I don't, know I don't need none of them. I just need that Mount Rainier beard. Uh, yes. Calm me down. High fangled, high fangled vampires. Well, uh, got it. Where are wolf vampires? I don't understand. I didn't get, get football. Come on, come on, Chief Ironside. Such death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hey, Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> It's for the other nine to five. I prefer a beer that's won a blue ribbon, but you know I'm just classy like that. Uh, just old fashioned like that. There is more risk to plastic. With cash, you lose it or it gets stolen. You're out that amount of cash. Yeah. Whereas with plastic, if somebody takes it. Uh, that's that's gonna be a sticky situation. You're gonna have to cancel no, things, mail in for new ones. It's sticky, but you'll get your cash back if you have a good. Mm good credit card company you say my credit card was stolen any purchases after this time you know they're not on me and they'll protect you it's i mean it's a bit of a hassle to get that card back but you know that you're you're safe yeah yeah no but another another advantage of credit cards now that i'm thinking of it how are you going to get stuff online in our information era if you're bound bound to that uh that paper and and copper nickel currency there's no way she's paper just use PayPal. Yeah, PayPal direct draws yeah. from your bank account. So yeah, so done. Although uh, you got uh, that second, second, second point against plastic is real hard to make it rain. You're gonna yeah, you're gonna need, or, and you're gonna need a lot of cards. Yeah, no one's. I mean, people oh, may gosh. be more impressed because they're just gonna they're gonna run off with all of your credit cards, but it's gonna be real inconvenient for you. Although credit cards you can throw like Alagambit. And pretend you're an X Man, which is really hard to do with money. Uh, yeah, but you can you can play paper football with money. You can't do that with a card. You can also make uh, origami. Not with that or... attitude, but I'll respect you. Yeah, opinion. you can make money origami, morigami, morigami. Although Tyler has discovered a specific punch out that allows you to take uh, those freebie credit cards that when they're trying to get you to sign up for stuff, you can take that oh, yeah. freebie card. And then punch out guitar picks out of it. So are you serious? Yeah, pretty much the coolest thing. Yeah, I'm kind of the That's... best brother. You know, my bro got it for Christmas, but whatever. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Um, gosh, that's just like. I bet you could that do that is... with CDs too. That would be. Oh, there's like America oh. Online 5.0. I missed that. I miss getting those because you could make like mobiles out of them. Oh, I just you used could decorate your entire apartment slash dorm. And you could pretend they were ninja stars and throw them at your little brother. <laughs> I just used them for coasters, but my brother actually carved his name out of out of America Online free trial CDs. That's pretty sweet. Well, that was awesome. We've got to that point. We've got to decide. I'm, I'm I will unabashedly lock in with plastic. I'm definitely locked in with plastic too. Whenever cash I get money, when I get cash, I try and spend it as quickly as possible so I no longer have cash on me. Cash money, baby. I. I like my money like I like my women. Plastic and mostly an imaginary concept. <laughs> Based on the full faith and credit of Tyler Crumrine. <laughs> uh, do we have so, time for one more? Yeah, Eric Anderson, thank you very much for your questions, as always. 
Our final question comes to us from new listener Elise Hertzing. Thank you very much. Who Ooh, wants to know that that new listener smell? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's it's great. Yeah, oh, you're you're doing oh, it's it right. It's almost minty. Short time listener, first time question asker. Stop using things. Stop <laughs> doing words, Jordan. Uh, she wants to know Mr. Rogers versus Betty White. Go. Um, Mr. Rogers, because he was a sniper in Vietnam. That is it. That is an urban legend, myth, whatever. I know that's absolutely false. Plus, Betty White was an assassin in the Korean War, so who cares? <laughs> that is true. That is one hundred percent true. She was Tokyo Rose, actually. Not uh, the old Korean War, the new Korean War that's going on. Yeah. Without, without your knowledge, she is that fighting Kim Jong Un as we speak. It's fought in 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 the internet, so it's actually it's Tron three and in the hearts of Koreans everywhere. Read the, the novel Snowblink, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Snow um, Crash. Uh, I mean, they're two different. They come from two different worlds. I mean, they 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 accomplish two different functions in the old person kingdom. Yeah, Mister Rogers comes um, from Pittsburgh, which is which right. is obviously an entire nation unto its own, Steeler Nation. Right. Yeah, Steeler Nation, terrible towel. Roethlisberger's um, love to eat those Roethlisberger's. Ugh, actually, I don't like him at all. Um, neither do women. <laughs> Um. <laughs> anyway, what's that? Uh, you know, because I, I mean, they they serve two different functions. Betty White is a hilarious, you know, magnate of comedy, and you know, Mister Rogers never he didn't aspire to that. He was not a stand up comedian. Although, if he had been, I bet you it would have been great. It would have been real lo fi, and it would have been awesome. Um, real low energy, but you know, and Mister Rogers dead is pen. more about the yeah, yeah, real deadpan. Hey, boys and girls, we're going to tell some jokes. Um, <laughs> I'll, go, uh, I'll go ahead and put my cards on the table. Done. I do think it. Mr. Rogers, one, is one of the most encouraging human beings on the face of the planet. Oh, yeah. Like, he will affirm anything. I saw one episode where, like, he, he let a little kid breakdance for him, and he was so excited about it. And he like, was like, follow your dreams. And that kid, I bet, is like in step up five, take it to the moon. Uh, he actually starred in Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Mr. Rogers also he did so much for the sweater and the cardigan. Like, Ooh, where yeah, would that's we be? True. Little known fact: every cardigan he wore on that show was hand knit by his mother. Exactly. Is that true? That there is, is a true. A lot of love going. Please on. tell me that's you true. You can look that's that fantastic. up. That is true. That his is mother, amazing. who was a sniper in um, <laughs> in, in the, the Civil War, War. <laughs> in, in the Spanish American War. She was one of Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders. Uh, she she sewed the first American flag and then promptly made a sweater. Uh, Actually, there she was... sewed the first American flag as a sweater. Yes. And they, they said... There this... were a lot of revisions. We... Yeah. She was the first person to invent the phrase, these colors don't bleed. <laughs> <laughs> these colors don't wash out. There are a lot of positives for for Mr. Rogers. Whereas Betty White, she's got that like that sexy grandma thing going on, which kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like it makes nice me uncomfortable that you mentioned that. Right? Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know. Nice, no, I don't know where you're coming from with that. Not that I, I not that I consider her a sexy grandma. But if you watch that right. like SNL episode, like, hey, power of the internet, got her on there. But like a lot of those skits were just kind of like profoundly uncomfortable. Like for every one that was really good, there was another one that's like Betty White. What are you doing? 
Also, Betty White has gained a lot of weight. Just it's gotten to the point where there. she's like, you know, like she, they're beating you over the head with her. Like everywhere you look, there's Betty White. Mr. Rogers yeah. was a limited commodity. We have to, you know, make make as much as we can of that that resource. Well, hold on, Tyler. He's only limited because he's no longer with us. Exactly. He yeah, had he a knew sterling when career, whereas Betty White still has a chance to, you know, kind of kind of run it into the ground to some, some, take well, advantage of that that I, I don't, public eye a bit too much. I don't know anyone who likes the Golden Girls. I, I have not li- literally met no one who likes. Them, I was you know, unfamiliar just, with the Golden Girls until Betty White had her like a surge of popularity. Go ahead and say I that just, right now. You know, I, I am familiar. The Golden with Girls the is basically Sex in the City, like forty years later. That's that's just weird. <laughs> Which is a horrifying concept. Yep. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, and, and also, I mean. Mr. Rogers made us all feel like, you know, citizens of the world. You know, we're all neighbors. Um, That's true. And the, the man popularized the sneaker. The tennis oh, shoe. Sneakers, yes. that guy. Yeah, the tennis shoe. He did so um, much for fashion. Yeah. He's a trendsetter. Man was a fashion magnate. Gosh. Hipsters everywhere are emulating him as we speak. And they don't even know it. You know, when they, when they sing. It's because they you know, subconsciously took it in neighbor. as children. They were like. This guy's really cool. And then that kind of just like stuck with them. And then when they were making fashion choices as an adult, they were like, man, I really want to wear a cardigan sweater for I don't even know why, but I just feel it. And that's because Mr. Rogers put so much positive feeling into his cardigan sweaters that they were just like, man, that was the thought. What? Well put. Well, I couldn't have said it any better. Um, also, can I let's bring up the fact that you know Betty White. I mean, she's. I guess she's kind of funny, but has she invented an entire world of make believe like Mister Rogers? Mm, the land of does Italy. she have a trolley ride in Idlewild Park, the the family park? I do not think she does. I don't think so. Does Did my older brother Mr. work Rogers. on the aforementioned Betty White trolley? No, it doesn't exist. <laughs> Mr. Rogers has that work on miniature trolley. One. He's got that miniature trolley that runs through his house. That's cool. That's that's awesome. Who doesn't and love it? It leads to a room filled with, you know, puppets. The thinking and man's fun. creepy occupation. Uh, that's that's the only negative I see for Mr. Rogers. Uh, I mean, some of those puppets were kind of weird. King of Town was great. That guy was great. But uh, what was that one? I, there, there was one that that did boomerang, zoomerang, right. tumerang. The tiger, like the wicked thing? witch that of the was, west, or whatever. That was probably the one. <laughs> if it had a goofy name like that, that was probably it. <laughs> yeah, I still, I loved everything about it. Well, and he took. I mean, you know, he introduced children to so many so many things in life. You know, he took all those field trips. Mm-hmm. And you know, he taught us about the world. I feel like Betty White, you know, she she just she came in and just wanted to be loved and you know wanted to make us laugh. But you know, he said we need to learn about the world before we can laugh, Betty. And she That's said, well, I don't really care about that. So you know, tossed it in our faces. Yeah, like what a jerk. Oh, so like oh, so much glitter. Like so, oh, so many toothpicks. I think I have a feeling for where this is going, but. What are your votes? I think we got to go 
I think I got to go Mr. Raj, man. I think it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, so I got to go with uh, Mr. Rogers. I agree. Mr. Rogers is, is number one in our heart. Because I'm pretty sure he invented the concept of a neighborhood, right? Like we did, That's we true. were just living yeah, we living in individual point. units. Yeah. So We were living in sin. He does have a theology <laughs> degree. He went to sin. He does. Actually, uh, the, the Mr. Rogers program was his, his doctoral thesis for his theology doctor. Which is pretty ballin'. He's an educated man as well. So, yeah, Elise, so take that. thank you very much for your question. And, listener, if you would like to be our neighbor, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast. That's VS no period. We post a lot of extra content on there. Um, we interact with listeners we, we'd love to chat with you so that's the best place to get a hold of us you can send us emails at ninjas versus podcast at gmail.com or get a hold of us on twitter with a handle by the same name and if you love your anonymity 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 if you love if you love sea anemones you can get a hold of us on our form spring at formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast Thank you so much to Sparrows and Crows, who uh, hosts our show on their website and who did the outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. And thank you to Animal Tropical, who does our intro, 20 Miles. And so that is the end of our show. We have one last question, keeping with our Ninjas versus theme speed round. Ninjas versus high cholesterol go Ooh. um i'm gonna say high cholesterol because ninjas don't have access to cheerios i'm also gonna go with high cholesterol because once they get that heart disease it's the number one killer so uh i'm gonna go ahead and say ninjas because they're already cutting calories uh it won't be hard to get the cholesterol out of their diet bazinga so- uh, and they don't have a sedentary lifestyle either. So, thank you they're, so they're much active. for joining us. As ever, if you'd like to share the show with someone, we'd really appreciate that. Ratings and reviews are appreciated on iTunes too. But more than anything, just like tell somebody you like about the show. That's, yeah, share the joy. If they stop liking you, I'm so sorry. We're, we'll still please like give you. us give us the we'll feedback. We'll, let us know what we could change. But, as ever, I'm your host, Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time... Thanks for listening to our High Fangled Podcast. Oh. Uh, that, that was, was the ready worst. This time. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was a nice one. Yeah. Way to get that in there one more time. Yeah, the way that you destroy everything we're gonna bounce and shake our bodies And we'll be dead when we're all done Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs We'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss
Kevin? Uh, it comes down to country lawyer versus uh, hilarious Tuxedo mask from Sailor Moon. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Who oh doesn't boy. want to be that dude? That's true. He's wonderful. He's got all those it's ladies so graceful. changing around him all the time. He's got so yeah, many planetary so... naval officers all over him. He's so graceful on his feet. 